I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I am your host, AC Brown. I am your psychic channel, spiritual guide, and entrepreneur, and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? As you can see from the title, this week we are talking about your Venus sign, but we are talking about your Venus sign from a few angles, but mostly from the angle of self-love. So if you are looking to love yourself a bit more, you need to look to your Venus sign. We've all heard about the Venus sign being the planet of love. And according to a traditional astrology and some folklore, Venus actually represents the goddess of love, but it also represents money and desire. But in my opinion, and a lot of other um, astrologers opinions as well, Venus equals value. It's self-love, it's self-esteem, um, it's the ability to receive um, and to to appreciate the things that you um, hold high for yourself um, because the first relationship that we do have with um, with us with ourselves is ourselves <laughs> that doesn't make any sense but you know what I'm talking about people <laughs> so thank you for joining me for this episode so we're going to talk about Venus in a, mul- a multitude of ways but mostly from the aspect of self-love and then at the end I'm going to touch on some questions that a few people ask me on my Instagram but first I want to talk about Venus and what it means in either of the sexes chart. So in a woman's chart, Venus represents your, your taste, um, who you are. It, um, Venus reveals how a woman will be in her relationships. Um, and it, sometimes it can also reveal where she'll find her meat. Um, and then in a man's chart, it reveals his feminine side as well as the type of woman he'll be attracted to. And like I said before, Venus not only just rules love, but Venus also has rulership over money um, and desire. So what you love, valuables, possessions, clothing, etc. Um, I know one astrologer, um, Mecca Woods, she does Venus uh, readings Um because that's her thing. That's one of her specialties, focusing on Venus and Venus transits and things like that. Um, but Venus, um, a, a lot of uh, Indian astrologers use this for compatibility. Um, if you want to know about compatibility, um, definitely look to an Indian astrologer because it's very big um, with in the Indian culture to... Uh, to be paired up when you are arranged, they look at those things. Um, but the biggest thing that you want to know about Venus, uh, and most importantly, especially when it comes to money is where it is in your house system, um, in, in, in what house it's in. And so the second house of course is for wealth and savings. The 11th house is about income. So, you want to look if you have Venus in either the second house, 11th house, um, and then also the fifth and the ninth house help you produce wealth. So the second, 11th, fifth and ninth house are when it comes to money um, and you wanting 
money and having your desires met if you would hope to have your Venus in one of those houses. Now, for those who don't have it in any of those houses, that doesn't mean that you're not going to make any money or anything like that. Um, one rule of thumb, which I've read a long, long time ago, is that um, when it comes to the two planets that people should be focused on when it comes to money are Jupiter and Venus. Um, and it's uh, they it's like a little inside astrology joke and I've read this several places Jupiter rules millionaires Venus rules billionaires um because Jupiter really is the expansion of it all or I like to say the how you're going to make your money um and Venus is the why (laughs) that's how I like to put that um that's the best way the best kind of explanation for that so we're going to talk about Venus I'm not going to get too in depth of what house it might be in for you so we're going to just talk about what it means um, for you to have Venus in a particular sign and how you can help yourself in the self-love aspect. So we're going to start with Venus and Aries. Um, and so when you have Venus and Aries, sometimes Venus and Aries people appear to be very confident, very sure of themselves. Um, and, but most of the time they're like frightened little children. Um, Venus and Aries people can be very vulnerable and very true romantic, people so what they need to do to honor their self-love and to be more um to love themselves more is to really cherish the loving side of their selves um and to appreciate their vulnerability appreciate their true romanticness um to appreciate that because sometimes they have that very confident I'm the shit kind of you know, really cocky kind of attitudes, Venus and Aries, but they want to lean into the softer side of them. They want to lean into the softer side. So that's, that's important for Venus and Aries. For Venus and Taurus, um, Venus and Taurus people, of course, Taurus in general is about security. Um, So Venus and Taurus people have a desperate need sometimes for security and, and obtaining possessions um, through relationships, um, and they hold tight to possessions and hold tight to relationships. So what they should learn, um, really that security comes from within, um, and me having a moon in Taurus, I can relate to that. That security is something that you make your own, you create your own foundations, you secure yourself. You cannot look to someone else to secure you. So if you have a Venus in Taurus, you cannot look to someone else to secure you. The best way for you to learn about self-love is that that true stability, that true security is going to come from within, not from things or other people. You are to create your own security, create your own values, and then other people will then be... um, just something for you to enjoy if that makes sense then we have venus and gemini venus and gemini people what happens with them is sometimes they ignore their emotions um and they just brush them off to the side um and they never take uh, take the time to stop and really figure out what's going on with them so they become very stressed out very um tense very um sometimes they can't cope with emotional problems so for them for self-love the best thing for them for venus and gemini is to learn how 
to deal with their emotions and learn how to stay in touch with their emotions on a day-to-day basis. How are you feeling? Anybody who I know, I remember had an ex who was a Venus in Gemini and I would always ask him, how are you feeling? How's everything going? And it would be very, very hard for him to tap into that. It was almost like he was just so, he avoided his feelings so much that it was, it was annoying. Um, like it was like things never happened. So if you have a Venus in Gemini, you want to not do that. So Venus in Cancer. So Venus in Cancer people can become too dependent on other pe- people for their emotional well-being. Um, they can, well, as you all know, Cancers in general, but especially Venus and Cancers, they're very loving. They're very um, just, they want to take care of. And so Venus and Cancer people have a tendency to, of course, put people before themselves. So the goal for them for self-love is to learn how to self-care for themselves, learn how to nurture themselves, learn how to um, not let other people's moods affect them at all. That's really important. And to make sure that everything that they do for other people, that they're doing for themselves, um, they're the epitome of, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup kind of people and you in Venus and cancer people you want to make sure that your cup is full your cup runneth over over before you start expanding that energy to others then you have Venus and Leo Venus and Leo people are how can I put this they need to learn that love really um can be a little bit because Venus, as you know, well, well, Leo people, as you know, are just very like, just bold and very prideful. Um, Venus in Leo people need to make sure that they're not afraid of their vulnerable side, but not in a way like Gemini avoids it. Leos are more afraid that it's going to be taken advantage of Venus and Leo people so they you they are protecting themselves in a very different way because they don't want you to use them a Venus and Gemini doesn't they just don't want you to they don't want to talk about it so they have they have too much pride when it comes to their their love languages and their love styles and showing that and they just want to be a little bit mindful of that. So if you're Venus and Leo, the best way for self-love for you is to not be afraid of your vulnerable side um, and to know that everybody's not going to be out to get you or like to take you off your pedestal, if you want to say, um, <laughs> to, t- to bring it down, if you want to look at it like that. Then you have Venus and Virgo. Venus and Virgo people are very hard on themselves. Um, and sometimes they can under undermined and undervalue their gifts and talents um but the biggest thing that they want to learn and walk away from is that sometimes everything is not going to be um people everything's not going to be perfect um especially when it comes to the way that they love and the type of things that they are passionate about um everything's not going to be perfect that they want to know that they want it. It's best for them to know that perf- like their Venus and Virgo people, 
they almost want to have like a storybook romance kind of thing. Um, and then when it comes to their self-love, they want everything to be perfect. They want that per- just all, everything to be in line. And that's not how it's always going to be like they're for, uh, for me, in my opinion, because I've dealt with Venus and Virgo people. They're very step by step when it comes to love and when it comes to their self-love. I feel that they need to not be so regimented in how they are to love themselves. They're like, Oh, well I need to do this in order to do that. Um, and they need to know that perfection is a, is an overall kind of journey. It's not like the destination. Like, so it's not going to, it's not like when they're perfect, things are going to happen. It's just, it's always going to be that kind of thing. I hope that makes sense to the Venus and Virgos because they're, they're a little bit, I think Venus and Virgos have it really hard when they have a lot of like water in their charts. That can be a little challenging. Then you have your Venus and Libra, Venus and Libra people, Venus and Libra people are, just uh, so romantic so you know loving um so so giving of themselves and so they also are similar in my opinion to uh Venus in Cancers when it comes to self-love is that they need to really focus on um and value themselves and love themselves um regardless of how other people treat them so it's almost like the opposite like a venus and cancer person will you know give 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 and not love themselves but give all the stuff to other people and a venus and you know libra person will you know give but they'll be like well if you don't give to me i'm not going to give to you and so they need to be a little bit more just valuing themselves and not you know feeling like you know love has to be this like evil thing um and their self-love has to be this evil thing it, it can be an enjoyable thing it can be nice it can be awesome kind of thing and then you have venus and scorpio venus and scorpio people oh venus and scorpio <laughs> venus and scorpio people um, and someone asked a question about Venus and Scorpio. Um, and I'm going to answer that at the end. But Venus and Scorpio people, it's very intense. Um, and I will say this because the question um, that, and I'll talk about that at the end, the question that the person who has Venus Scorpio is perfect for self-love. But I will say for Venus and Scorpio people that they need to have a meaning in their life. Um, they need to focus all that intense energy that they put into loving other people. They need to put that into themselves or something. So I'll leave it there because the question that the person asks is ties into that. So if you're a Venus and Scorpio, listen to the end. It's really important um, about the, what the person asked. And then we have Venus and Sagittarius. Venus and Sagittarius people are, they funny. <laughs> they're funny. Um, but mostly for sometimes they're very, they're always learning, socializing, traveling kind of thing. Um, and what Venus and Sagittarius people really need to do is to slow down so they can reflect. 
slow down and relax so they can discover who they truly are um, internally. A lot of Venus and Sagittarius people and, and Sagittarius in general, um, you know, there's a, sometimes you say, oh, they, they cheat or they're cheaters, um, especially sometimes Venus and Sagittarius people. And it's really because Venus and Sagittarius people remind me of manifesting generators because they're always going, they're always busy. And so they get into relationships emotionally with people and then it's not really what they want. And then when they figure that out, then they're like, oh, I want to do something else. So the biggest self-love kind of tip for Venus in um, Sagittarius is to slow down and make sure that they discover who they are internally and what they really want. And the more that they do that, the more that they can honor, you know, the partners that they choose. Then you have Venus in Capricorn and Capricorn is about achievement and recognition. Um, and so what happens is that Venus and Capricorn need to, for self-love, instead of worrying about achievement and approval, they need to try and nourish themselves um, and take care of things not so seriously, but to lighten up um, and to let their hair down um, and to have fun. Venus and Capricorn people have fun before you crack um, because Venus and Capricorn people, they're very uptight, um, very systematic, as you can tell just by if you're a regular Venus, I mean, a regular Capricorn person. So imagine the way you love is systematic or checking boxes. Ugh, that's a lot. So just have fun with it and be a little bit more, you know, relaxed. Then you have Venus and Aquarius. Venus and Aquarius people, um, they're so busy, of course, helping other people, trying to fix the world, um, that they often can be Venus and Venus and Aquarius people are, they're the life of the party. They're around everybody. They want to be around everybody, um, because they're afraid of being alone. Um, and so here's another Venus sign that self-love for them means slowing down, worrying about themselves, seeing what they want, um, be internally looking within that kind of thing um then you have venus and pisces venus and pisces um is just it's just a sweet sweet fantasy (laughs) just a sweet sweet fantasy um it's and uh i'm a venus and pisces so you know escapism uh it's all, all sorts of things but the biggest thing for venus and pisces is to really um search for our identities within and not externally um sometimes venus and pisces can escape with drugs alcohol sex things like that um instead of dealing with yourself and so it's really about holding up the mirror and really loving yourself for who you are and how you do the things that you do um, so those are the Venus signs. So I'm going to read some questions. So these questions are really good. So somebody asks Venus in Aquarius six house. What's up with that? Um, and just, so I don't know if anybody watches Saturday Night Live. I still watch it. Um, I love Saturday Night Live. Um, but Keenan Thompson has a skit. It's a TV. Sh- it's like a game show called what's up with that. And it goes, what's up with that? <laughs> but it's just Google it. Google what's up with that SNL. And then you'll learn the song. But anyway, 
So Venus and Aquarius in the sixth house. So the sixth house rules health, um, work and routine. Um, and so when you have Venus and Aquarius, um, you're very innovative when it comes to love and things like that, but you love, um, you love doing things for your partner and it's always about the little things, um, that you do for them. And it sometimes can be too broad. Um, and you, I would say for Venus and Aquarius, especially in the sixth house, um, you're just going to be very sometimes a little routiney and day to day, you know, minute by minute loving people try and like loosen up a little bit um, at the sixth house. But because you have it in Aquarius, it's going to be very free flowing sometimes. Um, and then another person asks how which house it's in changes how it affects us. Each house rules something different. Um, and so it is going to affect you in a different way wh where it is. Um, like I talked about Venus in, you know, the second, 11th, fifth and ninth house because those are evolving money. So if it's in the first house, that's regarding yourself, your appearance, your body image, second house, like I said, money, income, daily routines. Your third house is about communication, your mind. Your fourth house is about, about the home, family, um, emotions, foundations, um, your mother. Um, the fifth house is like love, romance, creativity, childlike activity, self-expression. Your sixth house, like I said, health, fit, fitness, systems is very analytical. Your seventh house is relationships, marriage, contracts, partners, all of that stuff. Um, your eighth house is really, they like to say the eighth house is dark, but it's not. It's really about sex and intimacy um, and finances inheritances um justice and then you have your ninth house which is about travel wisdom higher education your 10th house is about career and long-term goals your 11th house is about group friends and awareness um hopes and wishes in the future um and like i said with money it's about income um and then your 12th house is about endings closure spirituality karma the afterlife the hidden realms the subconscious so depending on where it falls under or falls in in those houses that's what's going to be the theme of why it's there so the person who had venus and scorpio say tell me about venus and scorpio i can't find love um so and how can i be successful in it so scorpio rules the eighth house um, in general, just the sign Scorpio and the eighth house, like I said, has to do with intimacy, sex, shared finances, inheritances, taxes, um, resources, partners, resources, mysterious. Um, some people say it might be like a dark house. Um, but what happens with Venus and Scorpio is very intense. Venus and Scorpio can be very obsessive. Um, it's very passionate. Um, they trust doesn't come easily for them people who are Venus and Scorpio most likely have been cheated on. So that messes up their trust. Um, <clears throat> so it's really about not being so obsessed. And if you look, listen, I mean, listen to what I said about Venus and Scorpio, it's really about you as a Venus and Scorpio, having something outside of yourself that you're passionate about that doesn't involve other people. 
when you have like a good career, when you can be really passionate about something, when you do get into a relationship, you are not so immersed with this person or obsessed with them. And obsessed is not a bad way. And I don't want, you know, people like, oh, I have a Venus and Scorpio. I'm crazy. Or, you know, I'm a stalker or anything like that. It's just very intense because you love hard. Uh, most water signs love hard. So Venus and Cancer, Venus and Pisces, Venus and Scorpio, they love hard. It's really about the balance. And Venus and, Scor- Venus and Scorpio is probably out of all of the signs I'm not going to lie. Venus and Scorpio energy can be a very intense relationship for the other person. Um, Because when Venus and Scorpio people find someone who they click with, who they get along with, who, um, you know, gels with them, they attach to them and they feel like they found someone who they can be vulnerable with emotionally. So it's very challenging for that to be overlooked and for a Venus and Scorpio to just, you know, be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just, they're just there. It's like, no, they're there and I want them in my life. And it's, it becomes very intense. So I would say to this person who, you know, who has a Venus and Scorpio who can't find love, just allow love to take a back seat um, for a while. Because if you are looking for it, Right now, that means that any version of it, it can, it might even be the version that you don't even truly want might show up for you. And then you're just going to attach to it because they have like, let's say 60% of the qualities out of the hundred percent that you're looking for. And you're like, Hey, they got 60%. I'll take this because I'm not sure if hundred of hundred percent will come around. And so it, I, I find that Venus and Scorpio people sometimes love from a place of lack instead of from making someone an addition to what they're doing um, and not and not and looking for someone to make them whole, um, which you shouldn't be looking at that. So that's my advice for, you know, that person who had the Venus in Scorpio and they can't find love. Stop looking for it. Put all of your focus and that intense passion into something outside of yourself, um, whether it's your career, your business, um, projects whatever you're doing put that outside of yourself so that's my advice for the people who ask questions so um venus is a great place to look and see where your venus is number one um read about that and uh you know just see where it is because the venus like i said it's tied to desire it's tied to money and um you know it's it's the you know like I said Jupiter is the how and then Venus is the why you're going to do something and also the um the moon is also has a lot to do with your money too those three planets um Jupiter Venus and your moon um are going to be attached to uh money as well so that's what I have for you all for this I hope you enjoyed this I'm learning about how to self-love through Venus. Um, and you know, thank you all for listening to another episode of is my aura on straight. Um, I just want to say to everyone who does listen, how much I appreciate you all, um, listening to me, um, on the podcast and, uh, it's just been a really, a good, a good thing for me. Um, so not only with you listening helps you, but helps me too. 
Um, and like I told you before, I'm launching a YouTube channel. I'm going to put the link there. It's nothing there but podcast episodes right now, but definitely please subscribe if you want to, because I'll be, I will, I will be releasing my new YouTube episode soon. I'm very excited about that, but you'll still get the podcast. The podcast is not going anywhere. Um, and stay tuned for some other cool interviews that are coming up. And make sure you all have a great day filled with good vibes and great energy. And remember, don't let anybody fuck with you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at AC Brown. And also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com. And until we meet again, make sure you have a great day week filled with good vibes and good energy.